When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah! I don't know about that. That's up to you whether you want to go shopping with Chris or not, Al. That's uh, entirely your decision. I've seen some of Chris's stuff is good. Yeah. And then there's the other stuff. But no, that's, Chris, that's, that's listen, your call, 100%. Chris you. and I are all in. Uh, we're hitting up all of them. J.C. Penny, <laughs> that's the only one that, that I heard that I was like, there, there's some interest here. <laughs> Sears. <laughs> I don't think that exists anymore. Sears is not open I, anymore? I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen one. My dad worked for Sears for like 35 years, mm-hmm. uh, but I haven't seen one so like, in Looks in like we got an time. insider. Right yeah. out the gate, we have an insider. <laughs> I worked at the Sears men's department when I was a junior in high school. Mervin's? <laughs> Mervin, yeah, there you go. Mervin's what is other, a great What other call. random ones uh, do Montgomery Ward, you could go way back to that. That's that's very old school. You got a chance. Ward. You got a chance to go there. We really, you know, Target, Walmart, Robinsons May, Robinsons May, May Company. You know, going throwing it way back. If you're a San Gabriel Valley person like I am, Buffums back in the day, that was a department hey, store. Hey, Alan Sliwa here from Montgomery Ward. <laughs> Just want to sh- shout out some great deals going on this oh, Saturday. Oh my goodness! All right, Travis Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear Hotline. You can be a part of the show. On the Dr. Pepper call-in line, ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. College football's back, so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Okay, what the hell happened yesterday at Dodger Stadium? What, I, I, okay, can I be honest with you? Yeah. Here, here it comes, full honesty. Watching the Dodge game, we're texting back and forth. Mm-hmm. Max Scherzer's not pitching very well yep. and getting hit pretty hard. And the Dodgers blow a big lead. They turn a 5-1 lead into a 9-5 deficit. Gavin Lux leaves a chalk outline on the center field wall where he hit full speed. And here's where the honesty comes full in. Full speed, by the way. Oh, my gosh. That was full freaking speed. We'll, yep. we'll get to Gavin mm-hmm. Lux's um, unbelievable attempt at a play. Yeah. But yeah. – when Bruce Gratterall gave up that hit to uh, Grisham and made it nine to five, mm-hmm. I went and, to sleep and got booed off of the. Oh I, wait, wait! You were gone. I went to sleep. You were done. I went to sleep, and here's what happened: Wake up this morning, my alarm goes off. Wait, 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 wait! I get up this morning, and you know I'm how do I? I'm going through my morning routine. Game was late, by the way. I'm scrolling through my phone, and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> What happened? No, no. That was 9-5 in the seventh inning. What? And I'm I'm all of a sudden far less interested in what I was going through and far more interested in what the hell happened. I've watched the highlights 10,000 times. I went and re-watched the last couple of innings Mm. of this whole thing. I, I just don't know what I'm looking at anymore with this team. They are completely and totally unpredictable, awesome, frustrating, scary, all, all of these things. I don't know what happened last night, Al. Okay, I, I got a, I got a couple questions. I'll, I'll throw this out to Dodger fans out there, really any sports fan out there. What's the rule in games like this? What's it's the nine rule? Nine to five in the seventh inning. Nine to five in the seventh <laughs> inning. At what point? By the way, if you were at Dodger Stadium yesterday, and, and as much as you know, Travis 
is trying to figure out what it felt like. I was watching the game live, and as I sit there and just kind of see, and we've joked around about this, Jace Tingler, if he's no longer going to be the manager of the Padres, the Dodgers should definitely (laughs) pick him up because uh, he had some interesting decisions yesterday. (laughs) You you think so? But but if you're at Dodger Stadium yesterday, what was it like? You know, if if you're there all the way through the ninth when Kenley Jansen uh, most through the uh, Padres lineup in the ninth inning to close out the game and stay within two games. Hit us up, 877-710-ESPN. You can paint that picture as far as the environment. Back to the game. It, it oh, I don't. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the fact that Max Scherzer has gotten hit pretty hard in his last two no, starts? Because that's real start scary. That. Don't want to start that. Do you want to start with all of a sudden the Dodgers were swinging the bats like they're the best offense in baseball, which we thought they'd were nope, after not having interested a in week starting of there. not doing that? No, thank you. We can start with Gavin Ken, Lux and, and get, Cody Bellinger and what happens at wall center at field. Speed, Gavin, or Cody hitting the home mm-hmm. run and what do you do there? We could talk about Kenley Jansen being the steadiest guy on the team yeah. all of a sudden. There are a million parts of this and and honestly i want to start right here how do you feel about any of this because i this is where you take me through this i am so deep into the forest at this point mm-hmm. where i'm hey, how's this guy pitching hey is this guy better in the two hole or a four hole is this I, i'm so invested in mm-hmm. these game to game two games back with four uh, that I, i've almost lost track of the overall story where are we with this? Let, let me give you the overall picture. You're the baseball guy. Yeah, Help you me know, out. Listen, you don't have to remind me. We, we Everybody knows that. Um, <laughs> no, the, the overall picture is, is very simple. Last night was one of those games where you're going to look back on it 10 years from now. You're going to say, remember that game the Dodgers had against the San Diego Padres when they're fighting for the division and everybody thought it was over and Travis fell asleep and the score was <laughs> 9-5? to five, And then you have... Four home runs in the matter of two innings. Count no, Mookie's. one inning. They hit four. They hit well, five Mookie. home runs in two innings. They well, actually, hit four no, five, five inning. and two. Five yeah, and so two. So you watched it. You don't even know what happened. But <laughs> I, I think you'll look back at it, and all those will come. It comes as one of the more classic games. But I think, Trav, just as important as that, and I want to play some of these clips here we're going to have as some of these home runs, mm-hmm. just as important as that, Dodgers, I, I genuinely feel this. As much as you and I have had the conversation, hey, do you start waving the towel? Do you kind of call it a day and start prepping for that wild card game? They're still chasing it. They're still chasing for the division. And I don't have to tell you that. Listen to Corey Seager's quotes from last night. I think there are plenty of different times where Corey Seager is mentioning that's our ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. They may not reach it. They've done nothing wrong. I mean, the bottom line is the Dodgers have done nothing Quite wrong. Quite the contrary. The Giants won again yesterday, one to nothing against Arizona, continue to do what they do. The Dodgers have done everything right. <laughs> they they have, and I mean you, you can't. And they could ask be out a week a, from today. That's the because worst of part the freaking of all. structure. The, the, this is why I asked the question is what in the world is going on with this team? Because here here's kind of where I am. And this this doesn't even make any sense, except for it is almost exactly what might happen. I think if the Dodgers win the wild card game a week from today, I still believe that they're going to be in that wild card game. I think if they win that game, I think they win the World Series. I, I think that they're the best team. They have the deepest pitching staff, albeit maybe not as bulletproof as it felt like a couple of weeks ago, sure. but they still have the the four best guys. Nobody's running out a better four-man rotation than Scherzer, Bueller, Urias, and Kershaw. No. Nobody, nobody's nobody's no. messing with that. Mm-hmm. I also think that they could lose on Wednesday. They could The season could be over a week from today. That if they get through it, I think they win the World Series. But them getting through it, I don't know. 
Because what if the first half of that game is what happens again? Max Scherzer getting tagged yesterday. Two games in a row. Two games in a row. Mm-hmm. You know, Like we said before, right? You can almost take the Colorado one and flush it because it's Colorado. But when it comes – and then the next one in Dodger Stadium where you had a 5-1 lead, and this wasn't like, okay, they got a cheap hit – or somebody, no, you know, there was an error. Well. They were hitting him well. They hit him hard. Mm-hmm. They they got good swings against him and were hitting him hard. Who's to say that that doesn't happen on Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Who's to say that the Wainwright doesn't have one of those? They, they, you, you just don't know. And this is why the momentum conversation we were having yesterday doesn't really mean a lot to me specifically because I don't which, which Scherzer am I getting? Am I getting the guy that didn't get a give up a hit for a month, or am I getting the guy that's gotten hit a little bit the last two? I I don't know. It's terrifying. They could be one week from today, Al. We could be talking about, hey, is Corey Seager leaving? Is Clayton Kershaw going to leave? Mm-hmm. Hey, what happens to Chris Taylor? Hey, what happens to to this guy and that guy? What happens to Kenley Jansen? Doesn't seem doesn't seem right. It could be a week away. I know it, it doesn't seem right. A week away, or we could talk. All right, Giants coming up on Saturday. Yep. <laughs> Here comes Walker Bueller. Mm-hmm. It is an amazing spot. They've played 158 of 162 games. I don't know what the hell's going to happen. We got some of these calls. Sure. Let's 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 play a couple of these. Uh, I want to play a couple of these. Yeah, yeah. Here, well, here here are all of the home runs. Mookie swings and he hits a high drive to left. Marisnik back to the wall. It is gone. A home run. Mookie bets. Two two. Back swings. It's a high drive to right center field. Back goes Myers. He's at the wall. It is gone. Maxwell swinging the silver hammer in the eighth inning. It's nine to seven. This one right field and deep. It's Pollock's second. Yeah. Second of the day. It's that rush of noise and contact points that's so crazy. Ballinger hammers one to right field. This one's back. This one's good. It's probably good when that was asleep when that happened because I might have had a heart attack if I saw that. Can you believe it? This ball is driven to right field. Same pitcher. <laughs> Padres definitely didn't give up. Definitely haven't given up. That's one of those. No, I'm going to make this work. This is this tin cup in baseball. Instead of him launching a bunch of balls into the water in a movie, this was the manager, Jace Tingler, just decided, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to let this thing roll. That We're going to have Pagan pitch the No matter what happens, yeah, yeah. he's pitching the whole inning. He's actually starting uh, today as well. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna come back for the Padres. So if that's what it sounded like uh, on Dodger TV, yep. Spectrum Sports Net LA, this is what it was like on the Padres other Padres TV, yep. The Dodgers have not only come all the way back to tie this up, they've taken an 11-9 lead in the bottom of the eighth on the strength of their fourth home run of the inning. This is bottom. <laughs> yep, pretty much. That is bottom. Like you said, out referring Jace to Tingler, rock bottom. Yep, he must not like San Diego. He must not like fish tacos or the Navy or, or or something because no one has ever tried to get fired from a job harder than he has over the last couple of months and specifically last night. Hey, are you going to fire me? And eh, we're not sure. How about if I leave a guy to give in four home runs in one inning? Yeah, okay. If you did that, we'd fire you. And why is he? Is he even going to show up tonight? Even after what Bellinger, the hell? Even after Bellinger's solo. That tied the game at nine. Justin Turner, you know, we, we kind of forget about this. Turner hit the hell out of the ball, too, yeah. and that still wasn't enough. Then it was Seeger's two-run homer, and that still wasn't enough. He had him finish it, the inning. It, it, it's extraordinary. When Muncie leads off the inning with a home run, you're mm-hmm. like, all right, nine to seven. We're, we're okay, but you know what? Let's get somebody going. 
Let's get somebody going. Now now we're a swing away sure. from this being yeah, a yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Pollock homers again. At that point, it's a five-alarm fire. It's done. He needs to come out yeah. of the game. He needs Bullpen a, guy. Nah, Taylor gets out. Okay, well, let's see what's going on. Bellinger homers to right field. <laughs> And he just left him out there to get clubbed. That, that all of a sudden you've got Bellinger hits a home run. Justin Turner comes in, and then the next thing you know, Corey Seager, Seager hits a two-run home, hits run. A two run home Can run. Can I say something real quick about Bellinger? You know, kind of a interesting moment of the game, right? When Lux, we were still texting at that point. Lux just goes right into the Oof. wall in center field. Oof. Which, by the way, you know, if you're a Dodger fan out there, I'm sure that. There's so much love and respect for somebody that's just laying it all on the line. He doesn't listen. Yep. The guy's not comfortable with what he's doing out there, but he's batting three something in these 15 games that he's been playing. He's uh, obviously been effective for the Dodgers with his bat. Uh, he doesn't know where the hell he's going in center field. But when I when I say there's a a moment here, you got to take a quick second back and and to hear the ovation that that Cody Bellinger got replacing Gavin Lux. I was surprised, to be honest with you. I was surprised that Dodger Stadium was given somebody who struggled so much this season, so much this season. I mean, uh, how many times did we say he's got the worst batting average in baseball, 300-plus at-bats, or the second worst, or whatever the case is, and he's probably still sitting still there. Still does. <laughs> with all that being <laughs> said, be that <laughs> with, with all that being said, they gave him love, and I, I think you got to feel a certain way. And I'm not telling you that Bellinger is going to come out and all of a sudden he's going to become this MVP caliber player. But for one moment in that predicament, Bellinger tied the game and kept this thing going. I thought that was a special moment for him. I was really glad to see them give him some love before he hit the home run. Just when Lux hit the wall and he went out there, there was a little, all right, let's go. You could easily boo him in that situation. You you could, but I'll I'll give Dodger fans this. Look, Cody Bellinger has had a nightmare of a season, Mm -hmm. just a nightmare. You know, like you just said, he's batting in the 150s, and he's, he's been hurt. It's just been a nightmare of a season. But he also hit some big home runs in the World Series last year. Mm-hmm. He also was the National League Championship Series MVP a couple of years ago. He won the MVP in 2019. Not 2009. 2019. He's had a but lot. he's been really. He, he has. But this is why I'm giving Dodger fans credit. Mm-hmm. That, that they realize, you know what? Let's try to help this guy. It's not going to help if you jump up and down on his point. head right now. Yeah. I like that. So, one question yesterday, Al, was answered. Two more were asked. I'm going to give you all three of them. That's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, now it's time for some Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And I think this is good news. I, I'm, I, I think we got an answer to the question about who's going to play center field when the playoffs come around. We were talking about it yesterday that do you choose offense or do you choose defense? Right. Do you choose the offense of Gavin Lux, who's been swinging a hot bat and is <laughs> very green in center field, yeah. very inexperienced. Yeah. Yesterday was his sixth game. Okay, that's six. That's 60th or 600th. Sixth. One, two, three, four, five, six. That many. 
In a pennant race. In a pennant race. Where every run matters, where every defensive play Absolutely. could be the difference of playing in a in a, a wild card game or winning a division. In center field. In center field. <laughs> Not just, hey, you know, look, I know you're a second baseman. Let's, Bury to, you let's in. put you over at third and yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Hey, you're a second baseman. How does center field sound? Okay, there's, there's a pretty big difference mm-hmm. between those two things. Um, I, I want to go back to the inning before he impaled himself on the center field wall. Yeah. There was a ball hit by Grisham into the right center field alley, hit hard off of Scherzer. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mookie breaks on it, and Mookie's at top speed, and he's yep. running into the yep. gap, and he makes a very nice running backhanded catch. It's his ball, it's, right. It's his ball, mm-hmm. but as you see Mookie going towards center field, you see Gavin Lux going towards right field, yep. and he's on his horse too, and yep. he's moving fast, and he's getting over there doing what you do. Tell me for half a second you weren't thinking, oh, my gosh, he's going to kill Mookie Betts. You know what an example is? It's, you know, if you're ever driving and uh, it's one lane and you're out, I don't know, going to Arizona or something, uh-huh. and there's the guy that drives, he wants to get around you or something <laughs> like that. It's like, I'm good. You can get around yeah. me. Don't do it when there's a semi still working its way and it's not far enough. Like, I know you're going to make it, but let's well, just play it a little more sure. safe. He went by Mookie That's at 100 how he went miles by. an hour. Yeah. And, uh, and you're like, oh, okay. And you could almost see it after Mookie made the catch where he kind of looked over his shoulder like, um, it's a little too close for comfort. Sure. That, and again, this is not Gavin Lux's fault. He's never played out there. He doesn't know. Fast forward to the next inning. And I give Gavin Lux all the credit in the world for mm-hmm. this. He's running as fast as he can towards left center field. Yep. He's on his horse. Trying to make a play. The game is tied. Right. Gets to the ball. Mm-hmm. Ball hits him in the glove, pops out, and then he face Boom. first into mm-hmm. the into the wall. And he and he's hurt. It mm-hmm. wasn't just one of those, oh, okay, that no, 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 no. He he went down. He went down hard. And my first reaction was, is he okay? My second reaction was you know what? I give that guy all the credit in the world. The easy thing to do would be, hey, I don't know what the hell I'm doing out here. I'm going to pull up, and I don't want to hit my face on that wall running full speed. He didn't. He went for it. Now, the flip side of this is Mookie Betts makes that catch probably standing at the wall. Cody Bellinger makes that catch probably standing at the wall. It's not the easiest play you'll ever see a center fielder make, but it's it's a play a major league center fielder does and should make. He did not. And he hurt himself in the process. We'll mm-hmm. see whether or not he's ready to go. But I think it, it brought into very clear focus what you need to do. You, you can't do that. That can't happen. Let's say it's 2-2 two to two in the seventh inning against the Cardinals next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. That can't happen. You, you need to catch that ball. You, you need to catch that ball. Cody Bellinger catches that ball. Chris Taylor catches that ball. Mookie Betts catches that ball. The, the decision, in my mind, Al, became very, very clear. Cody Bellinger needs to play center field ahead of Gavin Well, Lux. this is you know this is a different type of conversation because it's not something Lux did wrong. He hasn't no. done anything wrong. And no. I, I think it experience. it's different. Cody Bellinger lost that position because – he cannot hit a ball if his life depended on it. The question came up, okay, we know how great Cody Bellinger is on defense, but you got to have bats. Look what the Dodgers have been doing offensively over the last four games. We highlighted that yesterday. So I think the fact that Lux, it's almost um, symbolic that Lux leaves center field because he gave so much effort and <laughs> ran right. into a wall because that's, right. that's how he's been playing for the Dodgers. You I, know, And, and you respect it. You respect what he did. You're right. It probably answers that question. Um, A, he just might not be able to play. Pollock hit two home runs yesterday. He sure did. Don't forget that. Um, I know Chris Taylor has been struggling, as in, and he's coming off his little mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. injury as well. 
So they'll still have some options. We'll see where everybody is health-wise, but I know what you mean. Defensively, Cody Bellinger, that's just Yeah, and when I say Cody Bellinger, it just seems like the most natural guy to slide Mm -hmm. back in there. If it is Pollock or if it is Taylor or if you do slide Mookie over, I get it. I guess what I'm getting at is Gavin Lux in center field, that experiment is over. If you can find somewhere else to put him in the lineup – all right, maybe maybe you put if Pollock is feeling good, you put him mm-hmm. in center. You know, you forget because when he came to the Dodgers, he's been more of a left fielder than anything else. But he was a center fielder. He is a center fielder playing left field. He can go out there and do what he does. And then there is the piece. Look, I, Cody Bellinger hits the the home run to tie the game. Right? It's incredibly exciting. It places going wild, and I I I love it too. I did see the at bat right before where he struck out on four pitches and was missing the ball by seven feet. There. They both they happened in back to back innings, okay. So I'm not I'm, I'm thrilled he hit the home run. I'm thrilled for him to have a moment like that. I'm thrilled for the Dodger fans celebrating him going into the game. All of these things, but just running into one doesn't mean all of a sudden that everything is well with his offensive swing. I still think there are options there. I think he is in such a mental burden mm-hmm. where mentally, before he even steps up at the plate, he's saying to himself, if I could take this at bat four pitches and then get struck out, that's you know, it's a pretty good day. If I could put this one in play, um, yeah, let's call it a day. I think for him, no matter what happened the bat pri- the at bat prior, just the predicament, the situation, nine eight game He's the one that hit the home run. It's awesome. I, I would, it was awesome. I would much rather save what you just said for tomorrow or another day because <laughs> it's going to come up. That conversation, you're going to say, yeah, remember when you know, he hit that I, home look, run? I get it. I, you're not wrong, mm-hmm. but I, this, hey, he's back. Hold up. Hold up. Oh, no. I, just, and if people up. are saying that, that's that's it. it I, they're saying it. And it's and look, there have been weirder things. Is there ever been a weirder season? He doesn't this? have to be back. Just he, be a just 225 hit two, hitter. I'll take 200. I'm not. I'm not being a smart act right now. Mm-hmm. I, I'll if you're batting 150 and you say, you know what, I'll give you 200. That's fine. That's at least one. And I'm going to go lock up that center field yeah, position, gonna and gonna nothing's going to get ball. past me. I'll, I will take that absolutely. Let's try our first phone call of the day: eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six on the Dr Pepper call in line. Let's go to Solomon first. Solomon, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey guys, I'm good. You know, just stealing my thunder because of all the the insanity that happened last night. I was most happy for Cody Bellinger. I'll give him the game ball even if I have to because that at bat, you know, they were chanting, Cody, Cody. I'm going, whoa. Yeah. I mean, I know you love the guy. He's batting a buck 58. Who knows if that inspired him or not? That home run was beautiful. His swing, compact, looked really good. Maybe it's a start back, but it looks like he's going to be in center field because I think Lux is out for at least a game or two, but. Of all of everything that happened last night, I was most happy for Cody Bellinger for what he's been through. Great kid, nice kid, and and you know, give it to Dodger fans for not losing faith in him. I agree. I, I agree with the last part of that. He is a good guy. Everybody, he seems to be very popular with his teammates. He's competed like crazy through this whole thing. I am going to stop a, a, a train stop short of, hey, that swing looks really good. I, and we're not, I'm not doing that. We'll, we'll see if he does play today. And look, look I'm sure Gavin Lux is probably in thanks for calling in, somewhere. Solomon. Thank you for calling. Right, in. he's he's probably got ice over his, the entire front part mm-hmm. of his body mm-hmm. after hitting the wall like that. But let's see, let's see if he swings about well today. Then maybe we're I, on to something. You know, what's funny is I'm not even thinking about. Uh, I just when I say that was a good moment for him, that's all I'm talking about. I, I don't think. If you and I are going to sit here today and all of a sudden think that the dude, this is just going to, he's going to take off and all of a sudden he's going to, you're going to expect this the rest of the way and in the wild card game and then against the Giants, 
I have zero confidence in myself that that's going to happen on a one pitch against a dude that was still in the game where, you know, you, you kind of look back at, we played the uh, clip of the Padres and, and you, you heard the uh, TV announcer saying that's bottom. <laughs> that's pretty much bottom. And, and it's uh, also a franchise that has been so bad. I think they were at one point eighteen games above 500. Now they're two games below 500. And that's not take, insane, to take anything away, it? but I'm not going to use insane. that example to say Bellinger all of a sudden now is hey, the hottest player let, in like, baseball. To your point, Al, and I think it's a good one, let's enjoy what he did last Absolutely. night. Let's enjoy that Gavin Lux at least was able to walk off the field. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, that that was not a, ooh, that was, hey, is he okay? Sure. Is, is he? And when he walked off in his, what was it, his, his right arm was kind of just hanging there. I'm like, oh, he broke his collarbone. He dislocated his shoulder. But by the time he got to the infield, he was moving it around. and going, Okay, good. That didn't happen but he's going to wake up this morning like he got in a car crash I want to throw a couple things out there so if you were at last night's game and you want to talk about the environment you could do that 877-710-ESPN and then Trav I know we got this as well um, pitching for the Dodgers Mm. how are you feeling today about the pitching for the Dodgers because what seemed to be three four weeks ago there was no conversation about Dodgers pitching and it's becoming more and more of a conversation. And we could talk, obviously talk about Scherzer's last two starts as well. We'll do all that coming up next day right here. This is the Travis and Sliwa Show on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. First of all, just don't throw in and Travis and a listener at the end. Travis has two wins. Yeah, but the listeners have one. Right. I'm the highlight of doing these picks. Clearly. By the way, just between last week and this week, this is all that's happened. This is how I'm going to start taking the NFL pickums a lot more serious. Oh, okay. I've interviewed three different bookies. <laughs> I'm still trying to select which is the right one to partner with me. That's number one. Um, number two, there's other individuals I'm looking at, former NFL athletes to kind of help. in a. Sure. I'm going to have, by the time we get to week six – there will be oh, you're a still giving yourself three more weeks. I like it. There'll be just a board of directors that are all part of this NFL. As you're telling that story, you know what I'm picturing? I'm picturing you as eighth Ace Rothstein at the end of Casino, where he's in his on his patio and he's got all the TVs up and he's watching all the games, setting the lines, I'm smoking two cigarettes. I'm stressed as hell. In those big glasses. Yeah, the big glasses, and he said, "I still knew how to pick games." Like I, that's how I picture Al getting ready for this. Our our guest picker, our listener picker today is First Down Fern. That is his mm. Twitter handle. So okay. Fernando is going to join us as well, and hopefully do better than last. 
last week's guest who went 0 for 4. Didn't have any points. No. And, I only, and all I did was tie them. <laughs> I didn't even gain... I you didn't even go past points. him. Yeah. two points. Yeah, well, we'll see. That's coming up at 12.15. Very quick Twitter. This is from TFP. Uh, Sleaze Cody Bellinger reacting to hitting the game-tying home run. Go. What? How do I connect with that? What do I do from here? I go to first? I go straight to second? What do I? I'm going to slide, <laughs> slide into home. Now what? Is it over? Do I go, do I go tell Jace thank you? <laughs> All of those would have been appropriate reactions. Let's there's, try another phone call here. There's two Turners on the team. All right, that's all I got. That's it's, all it's pretty good, and don't sell yourself short. The two Turners is my favorite part. Whoa. Look. Hey, you guys brothers? No. Who's older? <laughs> why do you have red hair and why do you have brown hair if you're both named Turner? <laughs> Let's go to Boyle Heights and Luck's Adam. okay. <laughs> He's not. Right? No. He hit the wall hard. Hit Adam hard. in Boyle Heights. You're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Adam? Go for Adam. Keep doing a great job, man. I love listening to you guys. Thanks, Adam. Appreciate it, Adam. All right, so, Adam, were you at the game last night? I was at the game last night. I think that this can be a momentum builder. Hmm. I know it was against the Padres, but either way, this kind of win can build even more camaraderie than this team already has. And as far as the wild card goes, you know what, Travis, I might agree with you that they probably will be the wild card. Um, but even then, I'm not even worried about the Cardinals. I'm not worried about nobody. All we do is got to concentrate on ourselves. And, um, and one more thing I want to throw in there. It's a great time to be a sports fan in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. We got the Rams. We got, we got the Dodgers. We got the Dakers about to get it cracking. I mean, even the Chargers are exciting. Mm-hmm. And so I want USC all is killing to, it. Live in the moment and don't get too far ahead of yourself. Let's go, Dodgers. Hey, Adam, I got one quick question for you. So you stay the entire game. You went. You went all nine innings. Saw Kenley's last uh, last strikeout. Everything. I, I was there the whole time. And to be honest with you, with this team, I never lose faith, man. Mm-hmm. I've been. Uh, I've been. I mean, I'm from Boy Heights. I'm. I'm. I'm from the heart of just where there's just so so many Latino Dodger fans. Mm-hmm. And I've been going to Dodger Stadium since I was a kid. I mean, it's a family tradition. So, but what I'm saying is that the moment was so electric that it was just something in the air. And I truly believe that they can build from this. Thanks, Appreciate Adam. the call. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. By the way, if if you were uh, if you're a Dodger fan, you were at last night's game, and you want to kind of share that experience because Trev, it's such a unique moment. You know, Emily was telling us before. You know, we're doing our our prep. Is this the biggest win of the year? I mean, I know the Dodgers have 100-plus wins on the season. That's pretty special last night. You know, you don't have it too many fantastic. games like that. And, and I think hearing Adam from Boyle Heights, sure. born and raised in Los Angeles, sure. explain what that meant to him being there, staying through the ninth, like that's you, it's a unique night. This is what makes – look, I'm going to dork out for a second. This is what makes this stuff so much fun. It's fun to try to predict what's going to happen. It's fun when your team wins. It's fun when you have a great comeback. You just never know when that thing – that thing that you've never seen before, that come, you just don't know when it's going to happen, and that's why you need to stick around. And that's why when I woke up this morning scrolling through my phone, I'm like, wait, what? Wait, I missed it? Are you kidding me? Because, yeah. look, I'm not proud of this, but I'll say it. It was 9-5 to five as the seventh inning. I have an early start in the morning. I, I went to bed. And I woke up this morning and said, you, you, we, you, It was what? close to 10.30 when all this was going down. So it's it not like it was a 6.30 game and uh, I had already ate dinner at a local <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> no, it, was, it really was something else. Now, the other question is, 
is what's up with Max Scherzer. Mm -hmm. As exciting as Bellinger's yeah, home run yeah. and the comeback and all these things. Look, Max Scherzer was basically perfect since coming over from the Nats. And I don't use that word casually. He was basically perfect. First nine starts, yeah. .78 ERA. There you go. They had uh, every game that he was involved in. He wasn't 9-0, and but every game that he had pitched, the Dodgers had won. I think he was 7-0 and in those They in those still have up. won every game he's pitched in, as weird as that is. Uh, that's right. Yeah, that's they right. came back in Colorado. Mm -hmm. They came back last night. So every time he's pitched for the Dodgers, the Dodgers have won the game. But... He got not not only did he not pitch well last night, which happens. Even a, a really good player like Max Scherzer is going to have a day where he's not sharp. But that's on the heels of not being sharp in Colorado, which eh, maybe you can throw that up to call. But back to back, and the Padres are not a great team at the yep, moment. Yep, and they nothing not just, to play for. Down play. five to one. He had yes. a four nothing lead after the yes. first. I mean, there's four to nothing lead, mm -hmm. five to one lead, and it wasn't just that they nickled and dimed him. And oh, there's a bleeder. Oh, there's an error. Oh, there's a big hit. They tagged him last yeah, night. Yeah. It, it wasn't just uh, okay. One of, it, they, they were hitting him really hard on the heels of Walker Bueller going through a really rough month. On the heels of Julio Orias, his his MPH is dropping. And while he's been good, he wasn't like he was through the first part of the season. Clayton Kershaw had a pretty rough outing against a very bad Arizona team in his last turn out there. That the backbone of this team, that incredible starting pitching is not as formidable as it felt like just two weeks ago. You know, it's funny, and I'm sure you feel the same exact way. If I told you, you got to go into this playoff series against, uh, let, let's say, Trav, they get past the wild card game, uh -huh. right? And there's no other squad you want than the Dodgers because the potential and the talent is just ridiculous on both sides. You know, you could talk about, I know the bats struggle at times, but at the same time, they just got so much talent. Anyone can turn one around. Or For sure. You, you can get an inning going For where sure. it's two outs, nobody on, and you're playing, I think it was In the Colorado. Rockies, and it's Mookie, and it's Seager, and it's Trey Turner. It's a tie game. <laughs> right. So with all that being said, there's some question marks I don't think we thought we would have going into the playoffs that no matter what happens the rest of the way, those question marks are going to be there. So Scherzer giving up five runs against the Rockies and then uh, six runs yesterday, five of them earned against the Padres. It's okay to raise some questions about mm -hmm. the pitching, and I think they're legitimate. Now they can shut them all up in a week and go from there. Travis Lee's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Here's Dave Roberts answering the question on what he thinks is going on with Max Scherzer. In Colorado, I, I think it was one of those things. He hadn't. I don't know if he's ever pitched in Colorado and uh, just didn't have really good feel, and that's something you got to kind of learn to deal with, and I'll make the excuse for him, but the feel of the baseball. Um, here, he just didn't have good command. I think that <clears throat> at times the curveball was good. Other times the cutter and the, uh, the changeup just weren't commanded. And uh, you're going to have that. But uh, it's part of the game. And like, you know, he's picked us up many times over and we picked him up. So it's baseball. And uh, he was one of the happiest guys after we won a ball game. Yeah, I don't, I don't doubt that part at all. It, you could tell early on. Out that it wasn't just okay. He blew the lead, but even in the first and second inning, you when Will Smith is back there catching him. When I'm going to dork out on baseball here for a second, you can tell if a guy's doing what he wants to do how, by watching the catcher. You don't even really need to watch the the ball necessarily. If the catcher is not moving his glove a whole bunch, guy's on. If if, if the catcher's set up outside and he has to reach back across his body to catch the ball on the other side of the plate, guy's not sharp. If the target's nice and low and all of a sudden that ball's up by the letters on a jersey, that's not what you're looking for. And that's where Scherzer was last night. He just wasn't hitting his spots, his command, like Dave Roberts was saying. You could tell very early, even before they'd started to hit him, he's just not himself. 
All right, I know we got to go to break here. We're going to take more of your guys' calls coming up at 10.55. Bunch of Funch is coming up next, and I think Funch wants us to uh, figure out our favorite mob movie of all time, so we're going to do that. Now, all of a sudden, he watched Godfather one time. He's now Don Corleone. <laughs> He's Martin Scorsese all yeah. of a sudden. <laughs> okay. And then uh, also at 10.55, I thought Keyshawn had some interesting things to say um, about Lane Kiffin on the USC coaching, uh, you know, potential coaching job, and we'll see what happens the rest of the way. We could do that at 10:55 as well. All that coming up next. Stay right here, Travis and Sleva show on 710 ESPN. I like what you said, Al. That you know, Funches gets one viewing of The Godfather under his belt, and, and I screwed gonna... that. But I already screwed that one up. What do you mean? That's factor cap. What is? That's for Factor Cap, oh, the, the mob yeah. movie. See, this is why you're not allowed to have nice things. <laughs> because you're going to mess things up. You're getting away a Funch's bunch of Funch. Funch, save Sliwa, please. All right. Yes, we're not doing the mob <laughs> movies here today. But we're going to yeah. do them later. We'll do it later. Do them later. Casino. <laughs> Good fellas. Donnie Brasco. Yeah. <laughs> Die Hard 2. <laughs> All right, guys, since the Lakers have their first preseason game on Sunday, uh, the Lakers will have 10 new players are expected to play in the rotation one way or the other. Even guys that are in their second, even third tour of duty with the with the Lakers and Rondo, Wade Nelson, Trevor Ariza, Trevor Ariza mm -hmm. Dwight Howard. Now, with this I think thought. Dwight's still at Media Day. <laughs> He's still asking for interviews <laughs> over there. All right, with this thought, I spawned the birth of a game, Laker, yay or nay. Okay. And it's an easy game. I'm going to give you an NBA player's name. You tell me if he was a former Laker or not, hence the name of the game, Lakers, Why do yay I feel like nay. this is going to be tougher than we think? I, I think it will be, and I think you're going to smoke me in this. This is not my lane, all, but let's do it anyway. Everyone can play. Yes. All three of you guys can play. Um, all right, so the first guy, Channing Fry. Channing Fry. Laker, yay or nay? Yay. Travis. Yeah, he was a Laker. Emily? I'll, si I'll side with you guys. I'm not going to be great at this game either. <laughs> well, he's a Laker. He was there a Laker. Go. I'm done. By, by the way, <laughs> that was not easy either. Yeah, no, I had to stop and think about it for a second. I think Channing Fry was on the team when I was doing pregame. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he, was. Right. he was. It was in 2018. Yeah. He played nine games. He was traded for Larry Nance and Jordan Clarkson. Yeah. All right, guys. Next one. Jawan Howard. Jawan Howard. Sliwa. <laughs> Jawan Howard, did he end up playing for the Lakers? I'm going to go nay. I think it's nay also. Emily? <laughs> I am going to go yay, just in case they're wrong. I like it. The two I like guys. It. Emily? Dang. They never played for Dang Lakers. Yeah. Never played for Lakers. But that's one. That, there's a perfect example. That dude could have played nine games for the Lakers <laughs> like Channing Fry, <laughs> yeah. and, and I would have no yeah, idea. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Another guy, Mike Bibby. Mike Bibby. Emily, Mike Bibby. Um, I am... The foremost knowledgeable about Lakers on this show, so I'm going to say no, he was not. Sliwa? No. Mike Bibby? No. Team Dime? We talking Team Dime? Yeah. Remember that was Mike Bibby's crew, the yeah, Team Dime crew? I don't think Team Dime ever made its way to uh, the Lakers. I think Mike Bibby is a no, nay. Uh, both of you guys, everyone's right. Yeah. He was not a Laker. I have such little confidence in <laughs> yeah, these thought, former Lakers. I thought you were going to smoke right through this thing. I thought you were going right, to take full ownership. <laughs> these are really good names he's are, mentioning. Right? Well, I can't mention guys I played last year. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> I can't name that guy. All right, uh, Troy Murphy. Eldon Campbell. Troy Murphy. Remember Troy Murphy? I do. Uh, Travis. I think Troy Murphy did play for the Lakers. Yay. Slee. Yay. Emily? Yay. <laughs> you guys are all right. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are all right. I was at every one of his games. <laughs> all his college all right, games. Um, Eldon Campbell. <laughs> Darius Miles. Darius Ooh. Miles. Sliwa. Ooh. Did Miles play for the Lakers? 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go nay. I don't think he did. Travis, I agree with Al. I don't think he did either. Emily, I'm gonna say he did again to go against the guys. Let's see how this goes. Emily, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the guys are right. Uh, I told you I had the most knowledge of the Lakers on this. Just, no, these are. I'm telling you right now. You could ask many Laker fans who I've always been Laker fans. You're gonna second guess yourself on yeah. one of these. They're, they're, All right, let's yes. just, just do one more. Let's okay. do one more. All right, uh, one more. Chris Duhon. Chris Duhon, Travis. Former Duke player. I believe Chris Duhon is a yay. I, I don't feel great about it, but I think so. Yeah, I, I think I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah. Emily? I'm, I'm positive that he was. Yes, he was on the Lakers. You guys are all right. Okay. Um, Travis and Slee, well, you guys tied. So with 100%, by the way, with eight you guys, you guys, Yeah, you guys went, you guys ran, run to Gotland. Okay. Emily in second. It's great. <laughs> we know uh, no more of the Laker, Nayer. <laughs> None of that game. Yeah, I guess yeah, we'll never do that game again. Yeah, that game I like that, but you know what would be? Retire like, that If game. we did that with like the Clippers or so, that'd be even more difficult. One of the other teams. We'll, yeah. do, we'll do it later. Yeah. All right, guys. From the files of one of the dumbest things a person can ever do, mm-hmm. last Sunday, Milwaukee Brewer relief pitcher Devin Williams broke his pitching hand after a few drinks following the Brewers clinching the NL Central. Now, he will go undergo uh, surgery to put a plate in his hand, and he'll be out the rest of the season yep. and the playoffs. I respect the passion. <laughs> so, Williams, <laughs> w- Williams, last year's Rookie of the Year, told local reporters that after oh, the team man. celebration, I went out to have a few drinks, and at my home, I was a little frustrated, <laughs> upset, and I punched a wall. That's mm-hmm. how it happened. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> if this isn't the dumbest sports injury of all time, then what is, Travis? Well, I, I, I've got a, a lot of questions on this. Number one, they clinch their division, and he ends up punching a wall because he's mad about something? At home I'm, after something he happened. had a couple of drinks. There was right? something yeah. between the yeah. winning and arriving at home that set him off. Maybe I'd like to cut him off. I, I'd I like know. to know what that something is. Um, By the way, what a freaking colossal so, mistake. Devin Williams, to give, maybe if you're not deep into Mm -hmm. baseball or Brewers fan, Devin Williams is the Brewers' Blake Trinan. He's the guy that hands it off to Josh Josh Hader. Mm -hmm. He's an important player on that team. So, just to if all of a sudden the Dodgers didn't have Blake Trinan because he broke his hand punching a wall, how frustrated would you be? That's Brewer fans right now. It's not the dumbest, but it's tied for first with all dumb baseball injuries, like Clint Barmas breaking his arm or whatever it was, carrying deer meat up a flight of stairs. Whether it's Brian Anderson injuring his shoulder by resting it weird in a cab, or the guys that have punctured their eardrums with Q-tips, or the guy that scratched the cornea of his eye with a feather from his pillow, or the other guy that Billy Ashley pitched. Some, for the some of these are freak accidents. Ago. This dude punched a wall. Billy Ashley uh-huh. wrenched his own neck by trying to pull a hat that was too small down onto his head and ended up on the DL because he tried to yank it down. Baseball Again. players get hurt so stupid. This is where... Fragile? No, I think this is where Travis fails to realize the passion that these guys have. He really wanted that size seven and a quarter hat to fit on his eight head, and I'm just going to passion it up and break my own neck in the process. Didn't Sammy Sosa throw out his back from sneezing? Yeah. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. They're all baseball guys. Okay, okay, what's stupider? What's stupider? Some of those that you mentioned, or how about on 4th of July when a couple guys want to play with a few fireworks, and (laughs) that's not baseball, but that's more. Didn't Plexco Burris shoot himself? Yeah. What are you supposed to do? Go to the club without a gun? I mean that's not certainly not an Gus option. Ferrat in a in a celebration <laughs> yeah, broke his own neck. 
there are a lot of stupid injuries out there. This is just one going, of many. Going to basketball, remember Vlad Ronovich? Yeah, was he snowboarding? Snowboarding, yes. Yeah. Snowboarding. And then he told the Lakers, like, no, oh, I'm a... Yeah. Also, that. your boy, uh, <laughs> Travis, the ice, also your boy Travis uh, Kendry Morales, remember him? He had a walk-off home run and jumped on home plate and shattered his leg. I mean, that that feels but more their like celebration bad luck than things, stupid. But their celebration, yeah. we talking about Lamar Jackson uh, jumping into the end zone a week ago or whatever that was. Yeah, that's there are, dumb. There's a couple that you know stand. Also, out there one too. more I I just saw right now. David Price um, took a couple games off because he had carpal tunnel syndrome because of playing video games so much. There was a pitcher for the Chicago Cubs, very good pitcher named Carlos Zambrano, mm-hmm. who got like tennis elbow mm-hmm. from emailing his brother. Was the expert? I've been I've been I online too much emailing my. brother. Brother, therefore, my elbow hurts. I'm just going to say that a couple starts. I, I always feel like there's an underlying theme to these things. Like yeah. maybe you were doing something you weren't supposed to be doing, and now all of a sudden no, I, I was emailing I, the, my the Vladimir Radmanovich. That's the one I'll <laughs> never forget. By the way, when that dude came to the Lakers, I'm like, we got the greatest shooter in the world. Are we one college football game away from getting Lane Kiffin back in Los Angeles? Somebody very, very close to the program is saying that might be what it is. Plus, I know we got some Dodger fans that want to talk about being at the game yesterday. We'll get to those phone calls as well. All right, it's all coming up. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.